0: Welcome to the Yoga at Home Podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Klaus, owner and director of Spring Yoga. This class was recorded live at our studio in New Albany, Indiana. You can learn more about me at my website, carrieklaus.yoga, and learn more about our studio or join us for a live stream class at www.isyoga.me. Before beginning this or any other new physical activity, please consult your, your healthcare provider. Enjoy your practice. We are gonna start on our backs today in Supta Baddha Konasana. So you might wanna have two blocks with you to support your thighs or your knees. So you'll come to reclining on your back, bring the soles of your feet together and your knees open out like butterfly wings and you can put your blocks or some blankets or something like that underneath of your knees or underneath of your thighs for a little extra support. So a lot of times when we do this, it's as a restorative pose and we don't wanna feel any kind of stretch at all. Um, But let yourself have a little bit of sensation on those inner thighs this morning. So So just enough that you know something's happening and just rest your arms wherever they feel most comfortable for you. So you could put your hands on your belly and just feel yourself breathing. You could rest with your arms at your sides. Or you could put your arms up overhead if your shoulders are agreeable to that this morning. And then just take a deep breath in through your nose. And let that breath go. You might do that a few more times on your own, in through your nose. And as you're letting the breath go, just feeling any tension soften and begin to dissolve. Just feel your body start to settle back into its space. And then as your body starts to settle, bring your attention to your breath, and just begin to notice your inhale and your exhale, and as you start to shift some awareness to your breath, you'll naturally start to control your breath in some way, once you Pay attention to it. So see if you can use that effort to lengthen your inhales and your exhales. To deepen your inhale and your exhale. Just begin to create some rhythm, some cadence with your breath. And then as your breath starts to settle into this rhythm, bring some attention to your mental state. How do you feel? What are you thinking about? Does there seem to be any mental tension or anything that you can soften? So we'll continue just like we did on Monday to focus our attention on the energy of the mother goddess. And in yoga mythology, the mother goddess is actually um, manifest as a number of different goddesses. And each of these different goddesses has some different quality or different strength that all combine together to make up the the qualities and the strengths of the mother. And we specifically focused on the... Incarnation of Durga on Monday, the goddess Durga. Durga is considered to be the goddess of motherhood. And no matter who You are, whether you're a female or a male, whether you're a mother to human children or a mother to fur children or a mother to your plant babies. Every single one of us has the qualities of Durga, the qualities of motherhood. We all have the capacity to be nurturing, to be understanding, to be accepting, to be protective and to be strong when we need strength. Even though Durga is most often um, depicted as a warrior, she really makes space for us to be able to flourish and fight our own battles, stepping in when we need her. So the energy of Durga is really about the energy of being able to kind of come into ourselves the same way that our own mothers nurtured us into being. So as you move through your practice today, you might just focus your awareness and your attention on these mothering qualities. And start to let your compassion and your ability to be nurturing and protective, accepting. Let all of these qualities begin to flourish within you. And start to bring your awareness back to your breath. Just gently rock your head a little bit from side to side, just some really slow movement starting to awaken some energy in your spine. And then take your hands to the outsides of your knees or your thighs and just help your knees come back together. If you had blocks underneath of your thighs or your knees, just go ahead and kind of slide those forwards or backwards just a little bit. And then step your feet and your knees a little bit wider than your hips. And let your knees rock from side to side. So you alternate internal and external rotation as you rock your knees. You can do this slowly with your breath and maybe the movements are um, more dynamic. So your pelvis rocks away from the floor. Maybe the movement is a little smaller and you keep the back of your pelvis on the floor. And then slowly start to gather your knees towards your chest and hold your right knee with your right hand and your left knee with your left hand. And then start to circle your femur bones in opposite directions. So you're circling your knees away from each other and then the knees come back together. So the two knees go apart from each other as you circle and then they come back together. Some of you may have started with internal circles and some of you may have started with external circles. It doesn't matter, just notice which way you're going. So that now you can switch the direction of your circles. So if you were opening your knees out and around and then together, see if you can reverse that direction. Good. And then as your knees come back together, reach your hands in between your knees. You can hold onto your shins, your ankles, or the soles of your feet. And then turn the soles of your feet towards the ceiling in Ananda Balasana, the happy baby pose. Here you might rock a little bit from side to side. You get a little pressure and then a little release on your SI joint or the back of your pelvis. And then after you've had a moment to rock a little bit from side to side, see if you can settle into stillness. And then check and see if your tailbone is curling towards the ceiling. And if it is, see if you can point it towards the front of the room. As you point your tailbone towards the front of the room, your low back will arch away from the floor just a little bit. And you might find that instead of holding your feet, it'll work better if you hold on to your shins or to your ankles. That'll give you a little more mobility in your pelvis. And then keep your tailbone pointing towards the front of the room, but encourage your knees towards the floor on the outsides of your rib cage. And then whether you're holding your feet or you're holding your shins or you're holding your ankles, press up through the soles of your feet. So you have a little bit of a resistance between pulling down knees towards the floor and pushing up feet towards the ceiling. Take one more breath in and out. And then help your knees come together. You can rock a little side to side, curl yourself into a tight ball. And then take your time just slowly rolling to one side or the other. and press yourself up to seated. And as you come up to seated, go ahead and grab a blanket and sit on the edge of your blanket. So our pose of the month this month is a lotus pose or padmasana. And I saw a lot of you on Monday. We're gonna start in the same way that we started on Monday. This week, we're focusing on the inner thigh. Next week, we'll focus on the outer hip. But different bodies respond differently to different ways of preparing for a pose. Um, and so we're gonna kind of look at all the different ways that we can prepare for lotus pose and work our way into that in a couple of different ways. And then as we get towards the end of the month, we'll start using um, the lotus pose shape in, in some other postures as we practice. So we're gonna start in baddha konasana or bound angle pose with the soles of the feet together and the knees wide you want to make sure your heels stay together, and then the pinky toe edge of your foot stays together. the The ball mound of your big toe might separate a little bit. You might be able to keep it together, and that's that's fine too. But it's also okay if it separates. And then you can just hold on at your ankles, or take your thumbs in your arches, or hold on to the fronts of your toes. And then as you press your heels together, instead of um, like forcefully and actively trying to push your knees to the floor just like we did on Monday, instead think about stretching from deep in your hip crease, deep in your groin area, out towards your knees. So see if you can just think about the skin on your inner thighs, moving from the groin area out towards the knees. And you'll feel your knees descend towards the floor, but it's a little bit different than like a forceful trying to push your knees to the floor. So you're using these muscles to help extend or um, press the skin out towards the knee. And then just sit up tall, take a breath in. Keep reaching the skin of the inner thighs out towards the knees as you exhale. Another breath in and out. We're gonna take just a couple more breaths here because we're gonna do this sort of action of Um, Moving energy and awareness from the inner thigh out towards the knee. We're going to do that several times in our practice today. So I just want to get the hang of really reaching from deep in the groin all the way out through the knee. Take one more breath in and out. And then just slide your hands to your knees or your thighs, help your knees come together. And then slowly make your way over to your hands and knees. You can use a blanket underneath of your knees if you need a little extra cushion. Stack your hips above your knees and your shoulders above your wrists. And then once you're there on hands and knees, just take your time moving through a few rounds of cat and cow You might flow into a few hip circles in each direction. You might shift forwards into a little bit of a back bend, almost like you're moving to Cobra Pose and then back towards a Child's Pose. So just take a moment to kind of move and flow freely here. As you're making these movements, see if you can just really kind of get into your body. So you might even close your eyes. Another quality of the mother goddess is uh, sensuality. Kind of um, feeding the senses. One of the ways that we can do that is to really get in tune with or get in touch with the body through slow and gentle movement. So just take this time to kind of get out of your head and get into your body. Take about two more breaths here. And then at the end of your second breath, as you're feeling more ready, you can tuck your toes and raise your seat back and up into a downward facing dog. And as you come up into downward facing dog, again, you might just take a moment to pedal the heels a little from side to side. Let the weight of your body shift as you press one heel to the floor and then the other. And then as you come back to center with both legs somewhat straight, you can have a little bend in your knee. In fact, for most people it's preferable to have a little bend in the knee, but just starting to come back and settle the center Now, deliberately bend your left knee, kick your right heel towards your left foot. So you're spinning your right toes out to the side and then rotate your pelvis to the right and start to lift up through your right hip. So you just get a big stretch on the right side waist, the right outer hip. We're gonna focus mainly on that inner thigh today, but we do have to do a little bit of work on those outer hips to get into lotus pose. And then we'll come back to center. Again, both legs relatively straight. And then deliberately bend your right knee, kick your left heel towards your right foot. Then press the edge of your left foot to the floor, rotate your pelvis a little to the left, lift up through your left hip. And then come back to center. take a breath in and out, and you're downward facing down. And then as you inhale, raise your right leg back and up behind you. Look towards your right hands. We're going to bring the right knee forward for the pigeon pose. And we talked about this on Monday. I know pigeon pose isn't entirely accessible for everyone. But for today, even if your right hip has to stay really far off the ground, go ahead and come into a shape sort of like this. So you might keep your left knee on the ground rather than sliding your left leg all the way back. That'll give you a little more support and stability here, but you'll have your right knee forward with the right heel crossed over in front of the left thigh. And then if it's available in your body, you can tuck those left toes and slide your left leg all the way back. We're gonna take the hands out in front today. And rather than fold forward, we're gonna keep the torso upright But see if you can find your right inner groin. So same place we were stretching from in Baddha Konasana. And think about deepening your right groin back. So you're pulling back through your right inner thigh. And your right tailbone is moving, or your right sitting bone is moving back behind you. You can push a little bit down and forward into the palms of your hands or your fingertips. And then keep moving that right inner thigh back. One more breath in and then start to make your way back towards downward facing dog. So some of you might tuck your toes, just step straight back to down dog. You might tuck your left toes under, pull your left knee in a little, slide your right foot back, return to your hands and knees, and then on up to downward facing dog. When you make your way back to downward facing dog, take a breath in and out. And then as you inhale, raise your left leg back and up. And then exhale to bring the left knee towards the left wrist. Again, just take a moment to get set up here in whatever way you can. So your knee is forward towards your wrist. You might just have your right knee on the floor so that your um, pelvis is, is pretty high above the floor. And then you might tuck your right toes under and see if you can slide your right foot all the way to the back of your neck. Keep the hands out in front of you. Press the hands down and forward. And then move your left inner thigh a little bit deeper. So you wanna pull back through your left sitting bone. One more breath in. And then when you exhale in your own way, start to make your way back to downward facing dog. As you get back to downward facing dog, take a breath in and out. And then on your breath in, come forward to plank pose, the top of your push-up. And then just lower your knees, your thighs, your pelvis and your belly come all the way down to the floor. As you come down to the floor, tuck your chin, let your forehead rest on your mat. Take your arms back at your sides and turn your palms down towards the floor. Lift the heads of your shoulders, drawing your shoulder blades towards each other. And then when you inhale, lift your head, your chest, your shoulders, and your legs. in shalabhasana the locust pose. Maybe we should make this our um, June pose of the month, even though we've already had it as a pose of the month. Cause I think June is when all the cicadas are supposed to come out. Take one more breath in. And then as you exhale and lower down, bring your hands beneath your shoulders, press up to your hands and knees, tuck your toes, move your seat back and up to downward facing dog, and then look towards your hands and slowly step or walk your feet all the way up to meet your hands. Once your feet, reach your hands, extend your spine, bringing your hands to your shins or your thighs and lengthening. And then as you exhale, fold forward. On your breath in, come all the way to stand, reach your arms out and up overhead. And as you exhale, release the hands in front of the heart. We're going to shift a little more weight over into your right foot. You can bring your hands to your waist, bend your left knee, and then open your left knee out to the side in uh, for Rick the tree pose, sliding your heel towards your ankle, foot towards your calf, or you can reach down and bring your uh, left foot all the way to your right inner thigh. And then once you find your balance here, take your left hand to your left inner thigh, your right hand to your right hip point. So we did this on Monday. And then you're gonna smooth the skin of your left inner thigh away from your groin and towards your knee. And at the same time, use your right hand to pull that little bony knob away from your left knee. So you're broadening the front of your pelvis, you're getting a little external rotation in the left hip. And then you're also getting a little bit more abduction or moving the left hip open away from the midline of the body. Good, and then see if you can keep that. And from here, you might bring your hands together in front of your heart. Try to press the pinky toe edge of your left foot a little more firmly into your leg. And take one more breath in. And then as you exhale, step your left foot next to your right foot, interlace your fingers. When you inhale, reach your palms forward and then all the way up overhead, stretch as you exhale, release your arms down to your sides. Bring your hands to your waist, shift a little more weight into your left foot. Bend your right knee, turn the right knee out to the side. Heel to the ankle, to the calf, or all the way up to the inner thigh. Once you place your foot and find your balance, right hand to your right inner thigh, left hand's gonna come onto that little bony point, right at the front of your pelvis. And you're going to smooth the skin of your right inner thigh out towards your knee. And at the same time, encourage this left hip point open and away from the right knee. Press a little more into the pinky toe side of your right foot. And then bring your hands in front of you. Breathe in. And breathe out. Take another breath in. When you exhale, return the right foot next to the left, interlace your fingers, and when you inhale, press your palms forward and reach up overhead, stretch. As you exhale, release the hands down to the side. But on your next breath in, sweep your arms out wide and all the way up overhead. Hands through the heart center as you exhale, fold forward. Bring your hands onto your shins, or thighs, and lengthen your spine. And then as you exhale, step your right foot to the back of your mat in a lunge. You can use some blocks here if you wanna bring those under your hands, take a breath in, reach your left knee forward and your right heel back. And then if you're using blocks, you'll slide them out of the way or make sure they're at their lowest level and then step your left foot back to meet your right foot in downward facing dog. Breathe in. And breathe out. Inhale, and exhale, inhale, and a breath out. Look towards your hands when you take your breath in, and as you exhale, step, hop, or walk, feet all the way up to meet your hand. On your breath in, extend your spine, reaching the heart forward and the hips back, and then as you exhale, folding forward. With your breath in, reach the arms out wide, lengthen the spine, come all the way up to stand. Exhale, hands in front of the heart. Breathe in, reach the arms out and up. Exhale and fold forward. Inhale to lengthen your spine. And then exhale, left foot goes to the back of the mat in the lunge. Take a breath in, reach the right knee forward and the left heel back. And then exhale to step back, downward-facing dog. Breathe in. And breathe out. Inhale. Exhale. Breathe in. And breathe out. And as you inhale, look towards your hands and on your breath out, step up or walk, feet all the way up to meet your hands. At the top of your mat, inhale and lengthen your spine and then exhale and fold forward. But as you breathe in, reach your arms to the sides, lengthen your spine, come all the way to stand. Exhale, release hands in front of the heart. Inhale as you reach your arms out and up overhead. Exhale to fold forward. As you inhale, lengthen your spine. We're gonna start with the left leg this time. So as you exhale, take your left foot to the back of your mat. Then take a breath in, reach your right knee forward and your left heel back. And then as you exhale, spin your left heel down to the floor. Then when you inhale, lift your torso up and open to face the windows in Warrior Two. Then on your breath out, take your right hand to your right inner thigh and take your left hand to that little bony knob right at the front of your left hip. Just like you did in tree pose, smooth the skin from your right inner thigh out towards your knee. That'll encourage a more uh, external rotation and more abduction. And then just use your left hand gently, give a little pull back on that left bony knob there. See if you can maintain this, press a little more weight into your right pinky toe edge, and then raise the arms up to shoulder height, breathe in. And breathe out. We'll take one more breath in. This time when you exhale, take your left hand to your waist, your right hand to your right thigh, thumb on the inside of your thigh, fingertips on the outside, so you're just grabbing a hold. You have to kind of dig in there pretty deep, see if you can get a hold of your femur bone. And you're going to give that femur bone a little bit more of an external rotation, so you're just going to take your hand, spin your right thigh back. And then see if you can reach your torso out over your right thigh, keep spinning it back, spinning it back, spinning it back. And then, once you're reaching your torso out over your thigh, slide your right hand down to the floor or a block on the inside of your right foot. So, we're not gonna go forearm to the thigh today. Hand comes to the floor or a block, and it's on the inside of the foot. Now, keep pulling your right sitting bone underneath of you like you're reaching it towards the window. That'll help you keep your external rotation. And then, press your right upper arm towards your right knee to help with that abduction or moving the right hip away from the midline of the body. Your left hand can stay on your waist. You can reach it straight up towards the sky or you can place the left arm beside the ear and reach to the front of the room. Take one more breath in. And then as you exhale, take your left hand down to the floor, so both hands will be on the inside of your right foot. On your breath in, spin your left heel away from the floor, look forward. And then as you exhale, take your right hand to the outside of your right foot. Inhale, look to the top of your mat, step the left foot forward and extend your spine. Exhale, fold forward. On your breath in, come all the way to stand. Exhale and bring the hands in front of the heart. On your breath in, stretch your arms out and reach up. And exhale to fold forward. Inhale and lengthen. Then exhale the right foot to the back of your mat in a lunge. Take a breath in. As you exhale, spin your right heel down and then breathe in to lift your torso up and open towards the gray wall. And then exhale, take your left hand to your left inner thigh, right hand onto that bony hip point. Left knee is bent, stacking over the ankle. You're using your left hand to slide the skin of your left inner thigh towards your knee. Right hand just gently pulls that right hip open. Then raise the arms to shoulder height, breathe in and breathe out, see if you can press a little more to the pinky toe side of your left foot to keep that external rotation and abduction. Take one more breath in. And then when you exhale, take your left hand to your left thigh, right hand to your waist, you're grabbing your thigh, thumb inside, fingertips outside. Grab pretty deep so you can hold on to that bone, rotate the femur bone out so it feels like your sitting bone's tucking under and then keep externally rotating as you reach your torso out over your thigh and then slide your hand down to the floor or a block on the inside of your foot. Again, pull your left sitting bone underneath of you and then press your left upper arm into your left knee. Hand stays on, Right hand stays on the waist reaches up to the sky or arm beside the ear, breathe in and breathe out. Inhale and exhale. Take one more breath in. When you breathe out, sweep the right hand down to the floor then inhale and spin the right heel up. As you exhale, take the left hand to the outside of the left foot and on your breath in, step the right foot forward, extend your spine. Exhale to fold forward. And then as you inhale, come all the way up to stand. Reach the arms out and up overhead. And exhale, bring the hands together in front of the heart. Step your feet a little bit closer together for Utkatasana. And then bend your knees as you inhale, sit back, reach your arms out and up, and exhale. Breathe in, and breathe out, one more breath in. As you exhale, press into your feet, come all the way to stand, hands come in front of your heart, on your breath in, step towards the wide edge of your mat, facing the windows, left foot steps out. So you're standing wide on your mat, bring your hands to your waist, squeeze your elbows together, lift your chest, breathe in, as you exhale, fold forward. As you're folding forward, your hands might slide down to the floor beneath your shoulders, maybe onto a set of blocks or your fingertips, and then inhale to reach your tailbone back, reach your chest forward. As you exhale, release at the hip creases, let the crown of the head fall towards the floor. Breathing in and out. I can inhale and exhale. Take one more breath in and breathe out. And then as you inhale, start to lengthen your spine. Turn your left toes out about 45 degrees. Press to the outer edge of your right foot. So you wanna have your pinky toe side of your foot really planted down on your mat. And then lunge deeply into your left knee. Walk your hands towards the left, coming into Skandasana. Now with the left leg, you will wanna push with your upper arm into your left knee, just like we did in the side angle pose to get that abduction or to move the hip joint a little further away from the center of the body. And then to get your external rotation, pull your left sitting bone underneath of you. And then press to the outer edge of your right foot. So a lot of times we do this by spinning the toes up. Today, we're gonna keep the foot down we we'll give you a slightly deeper stretch on your right inner thigh, and also a nice stretch for your ankle, which we need for Lotus Pose. Keep the chest lifted and reaching forward. Remember that left sitting bone tucks under, left knee draws back. Let's take One more breath in and out. And then as you inhale, start to straighten the left leg, walk the hands back to center. Turn the feet parallel to each other, extend your spine. Exhale, let's fold forward, release the crown of the head towards the floor. Breathe in and out. And then when you inhale, lengthen your spine. Turn your right toes out about 45 degrees. As you take a deep lunge into the right knee walk the hands to the right, you can get that right hand all the way up to the arch side of your right foot. Press to the outer edge of your left foot, just like in the side angle pose use your right arm to help abduct your right leg so you're just pushing it back just a little. And then tuck your right sitting bone underneath of you to get your external rotation push to the outer edge of your left um, foot, let your hips. Sink down, lift your chest, breathe in and out. Inhale, keep that right knee moving back so it stays centered with your right ankle. Exhale, take one more breath in and out. As you inhale, walk back to center. Turn your feet parallel, lengthen your spine. Exhale and fold forward. Breathe in. And breathe out. And as you inhale, hands press down, lengthen your spine. On your breath out, bring your hands to your waist. And as you inhale, come all the way up to stand. Just breathe out here and let everything settle and take one more breath in and out inner thighs are sore after Monday yeah turn the toes out and the heels in for the goddess pose just keep your hands on your waist for now start to bend your knees good and then like we did in warrior two inbound angle pose bring your hands to your inner thighs right up next to your groin And then smooth that skin from your inner thighs all the way out towards your knees. When your hands get closer to your knees, just a little bit of a push backwards and then try to draw your sitting bones and your tailbone underneath of you, lift your chest. Breathe in and breathe out. Inhale, exhale. Take one more breath in and breathe out. Nice, when you inhale, straighten your legs, bring your hands to your waist, turn your feet parallel to each other. Then on your next breath in, we'll start by turning the right toes towards the front of the mat and then come back into warrior two. And just like we did the first round, left hand onto that left bony hip point, right hand to your right inner thigh, encourage the two away from each other. Good, and then take your right hand to your right thigh with your thumb inside, your fingertips outside. And then as you inhale and start to straighten your right leg, do that external rotation, so you're gonna spin everything out. Keep holding onto your right thigh, reach your torso out to the right, and then press a little to the pinky toe side of your right foot to maintain all of that. Let your hand slide down to your shin, your ankle, a block or the floor. You can keep your left hand on your hip, reach your left hand up to the sky. Or if it's available in your body, you could sweep your left hand all the way around behind your back. See if you can grab your right inner thigh with your left hand and use that left hand to encourage a little more external rotation in the right hip. Breathe in and breathe out. Inhale and exhale. One more breath in and breathe out. And look towards your right toes. As you inhale, lift the left hand up to the sky if it's not already and come all the way up to stand. Exhaling your hands to your waist. Turn your feet parallel to each other. Take a breath in and out. And then rotate the left toes towards the back of the room. Bend the left knee, left hand to the inner thigh, right hand to the hip point encourage the inner thigh and the hip point away from each other good and then take your thumb to the inside of your left thigh fingertips to the outside as you start to straighten your left leg find that uh, external rotation keep externally rotating your left thigh let your torso reach and lean to the left press a little more to the pinky toe edge of your left foot and then let your left hand slide down to your shin your ankle if you have a block nearby, you can use a block or the floor. Right hand can stay on your hip point, reach up to the sky or sweep behind your back and pull the, um, the left inner thigh. Breathe in and out. Inhale and exhale. One more breath in and breathe out. As you inhale, reach your right arm up to the sky, come all the way up to seat. Exhale, hands to your waist. Turn your feet parallel to each other and then start to toe heel your feet in a little bit closer. We're gonna stay just outside of hips width apart for malasana or the garland pose, squatting pose. Uh, Monday, we grabbed a bunch of props and propped up our squat. And if you were using a bunch of props on Monday, as you come down, just go all the way down and have a seat on your bottom, okay? Um, If getting down into a squat is not available in your body this morning. So I'm gonna get everybody down to a squat and then I'll go all the way down to the floor and show you guys sitting on the floor what we're gonna do on the floor. When you're ready, hands to your waist, toes out, heels in, bend your knees, start to sit back as you bring your tailbone towards your heels. As you get down into your squat here, you can use a block, slide it underneath of you. You can use a blanket under your heels like I showed you on Monday. Joanne, do that the other way, honey. Put yep, <laughs> put the low, the bottom block on its lowest height so it'll be stable, there you go. And then if you're coming all the way down to the floor, go ahead and have a seat all the way down on the floor. If you're good in malasana, stay there for a minute. If you're sitting all the way down on the floor, we're coming back to baddha bound angle. So you can hold on to your ankles, your arches or your toes, and then stretch from your inner thighs out to your knees. If you're in malasana, bring your hands together in front of your heart. Use your elbows to help encourage your knees away from each other. Everyone, lift your chest. And breathe out. Put one more breath in. And then as you exhale, if you're in Malasana, take your time, lower all the way down to seated. Stay facing the long edge of your mat, and then stretch your legs out into a wide V shape. You can grab a blanket and slide a blanket underneath of your sitting bones if you like sitting on the edge of a blanket. so your blanket might help you get to the front of your sitting bones. If you still need a little more help getting to the front of your sitting bones, take your hands behind your hips. Press your fingertips down and back and tilt your pelvis forward, and that'll help you get more towards the front side of your sitting bones. And then you just want to stay on the front side of your sitting bones and begin to fold forward. So if your hands are behind you, you'll fold just as far as the length of your arms will let you fold. If you can stay in the front of your sitting bones and bring your hands around in front, then you could walk your hands forward. Or you could even reach out and hold on to your ankles or to your feet or to your toes. Good. Keep pressing through your heels, pointing your toes towards the ceiling. We've practiced a lot of external rotation. So see if you can find that external rotation in your thigh bones. It's like you want to spin your thighs back. And then just like we've done before, stretch from deep in your inner groin out through your knees. Take one more breath in and out. And as you inhale, start to walk your hands back, lifting your torso up. Use your hands underneath of your knees and just encourage your knees in towards your chest. Bring the soles of your feet together and your knees wide. And this time, instead of having your heels enclosed, slide them a little further away. And then you're going to keep your right leg as it is. Point your left knee towards the ceiling. So you're just going to lift that knee towards the ceiling. And you can reach down and hold on to the front of your shin or ankle. You're gonna to lean to your right and then just slide your left foot back behind you. And um, this should be fairly accessible because we're not gonna squeeze it in tight like a uh, hero pose. And we don't want the knee to be pointing forward. You want your left knee to be pointing more out to the side. So you're just gonna kind of kick that behind you. And you might find that your left hip comes pretty high off the ground. It's okay if your left hip isn't touching, But if you want to fill in that space, you can use your blanket and fill in that space, but it's totally okay either way. So we did this on Monday and remember it's just a tiny little shift. So you want your legs to stay like they are, pick up your pelvis and just shift it over towards the right. And that's gonna deepen your internal rotation on your left leg a little bit, but give you a little bit of a deeper stretch in those left um, inner thigh muscles. And then once you've shifted your pelvis to the right a little bit, can start to walk your hands out just in front of your right shin or maybe surrounding your right shin. You don't have to go very far. As you start to lean forward, you'll start feeling that internal rotation in the left hip. And then to get that stretch through the inner thigh and those tendons right there that we're trying to get to, you want to draw your left hip crease back. So we did this in pigeon pose and it would be the sensation of doing the front leg. But now think of doing that with the left leg. So your left hip crease, your left groin, you want it to go deeper, which feels like you're sticking your left sitting bone out behind you, or you're trying to internally rotate your left leg even more. Take a breath in and out. And breathe in. And breathe out. Notice if you want to let your whole body weight dump over to the right so you can get out of that stretch in your left leg and try to resist that. Use your hands and shift your weight towards the left a little. And then just keep your right hand out next to your right hip for support. You're going to lean to your right a little bit. Take your left hand to your left inner thigh. And then as we rotate this leg back towards Baddha Konasana, you want to move from your hip joints. So you're going to rotate your thigh bone out, and then just kick your leg out to the side and around. Bring the sole of your left foot against the sole of your right foot. Keep your left foot as it is. Lift your right knee towards the ceiling, hold on to your ankle, and then kick that right foot behind you. And you can keep it open fairly wide here. So just do what's accessible in your body. The right knee is gonna point more to the right than straight ahead. And then you'll pick up your pelvis, shift it just a little bit towards the left. And then as you set your pelvis back down, you can take your hands around your left leg or in front of your left shin. Start to walk your hands forward. So you're leaning out over the left leg and then right groin, right inner thigh goes deep. Like you're trying to stick your right sitting bone out behind you. Can everybody feel that in your right growing area? Again, try not to let your weight dump over to the left to get you out of the stretch. Try to stay in it by shifting towards the right just a little. One more breath in and out. And then as you inhale, start to lift your torso up. Keep your left hand out to the left side there, just for some support. Take your right hand to your right inner thigh and then rotate in that hip joint to point the knee up towards the ceiling, stretch the leg out and then swing it around. And then just take your time turning towards the front of your mat. You'll stay seated and you can grab a blanket and place it underneath of you. So we're gonna get ready to move into uh, Lotus or some variations of Lotus, our Pose of the Month. but um, so I wanted to show you this picture of Durga first. So like most of the um, deities, she's got lots of arms and she carries a different kind of symbol or weapon in each of her hands. And you'll notice that in her left hand, one of her left hands, she's carrying a lotus flower. So in, in Indian mythology, The Lotus flower represents um, fertility and motherhood. So it's uh, very fitting that we have Lotus pose as our May pose of the month. So start with both of your legs stretched, (laughs) stretched straight out in front of you and take your hands beside your hips Good, reach through your heels, draw your toes back towards your face. And just sit up tall, roll your shoulders back and down and Dhan Vasana, the staff pose. If you guys are close enough at home to see your screen, there's our picture of Durga, she's riding on a lion. A lot of times she's depicted as riding on a tiger instead of a lion, she's got all those arms. And over here in her left hand, she's got a lotus flower. Durga is like the original mama bear. All right, take your hands behind your left knee and then pull your left knee towards your chest and bring it in as close as you can. So you wanna try to get that heel right up in front of your sitting bone. And let's just start by taking the left knee out to the side. Bring the sole of the foot against the inseam of the leg. You can take your hands around your right extended leg, lift your chest, take a little bit of a twist to the right. And then let's just fold forward for a breath or two. As you fold forward, keep reaching your chest towards your right big toe. So we'll keep the spine more in an extended shape or like a back bend rather than a flexed shape or like a forward bend. As you inhale, lock your hands back up. And as you lift your torso up, we're just going to lift this right foot up off the floor. So you can just reach down and kind of pick it up. I like to hold, uh, sorry, your left foot. I like to hold it with the right hand and then the left knee with the left hand. And then we're going to see if we can cross the left ankle. Just for right now, bring it onto your left thigh. And see if you can keep this... (laughs) your right thigh. And see if you can keep this left foot flexed. So what happens when we set the foot down on the thigh, a lot of times is the foot kind of goes or into what we call inversion. See if you can keep that foot flexed. And then see if you can slide your heel towards your hip crease. So this is step one. This might be your lotus pose today, maybe where you'll stay. My knee's pretty high off the ground here. Most people are gonna be pretty high off the ground in this position. So consider yourself really lucky if your knee touches the ground here. So the next thing that we're going to do is see if we can release this foot and keep it there. So if you release your foot, it might slide down. If it slides down, just let it slide down. See if you can keep it here with your foot flexed. Take your hands next to you, lean your weight back, and then we're just going to bend the right knee in so that your shin is close to parallel to the front edge of your mat. You don't have to bring it in very far just yet. Okay, once you get that shin close to the front edge of your mat, you're gonna rock forward to the front of your sitting bones and see how close your left knee is to the floor. If you were here Monday, you'll remember that on Monday, my left knee was all the way on the floor. My body's different today. So yours might be different today too. So if your left knee is on the floor when you get to here, you can use your left shin as an on-ramp For your right heel. Okay. I can't do it today because my body is just not going to let me do it today. If this right, if this left knee was on the floor, I could pick up my right foot and slide it all the way up into my left hip crease. It looks like most of us are not on the floor today. So what we're going to do instead is bring this right heel underneath of the left knee for support. And then if you still have a lot of space here and you have an extra blanket or you have a block or something that you can fill in the space, you can support that knee with a blanket or a block if your heel isn't supporting it. So this can be your lotus pose. We call this Ardha Padmasana or half lotus pose. Take your hands next to you, press down, sit up tall. And then if you can keep your spine extended, you can bring your hands together in front of your heart. Take a breath in and out. Take just a few more breaths here on your own. Bring your attention and your awareness back to those qualities of the mother goddess. Remember whether you are a female or a male, whether you're a mother to human beings or fur babies or plant babies, or maybe you're an auntie or a grandma, we all have those divine feminine, divine mothering qualities. Let's take one more breath in. And then just release your hands down. We'll kind of unbuild this the same slow way we went in. So if you've got props, move those out of your way. We're gonna slide that right leg back out first. That'll relieve some pressure from your left knee. And then you can pick up your left knee the same way that you put it on there. Slide your foot down and then lift the knee up and then extend it back out. Once you extend it back out, just shake them out a little bit. Start in uh, Dandasana. So the legs are stretched out in front of you, sitting up tall, you're gonna bring your right knee in towards your chest. Hug it in there close, and then let the knee fall out to the side. Take your hands around your extended left leg, lift your chest and twist to the left a little. And then as you exhale, start to fold forward. On your breath in, reach your chest towards your left toes. Breathe out. Inhale and exhale breathe in and breathe out. And when you inhale, walk yourself back up. Use your right hand on your right knee, your left hand on your right foot. See if you can pick that foot up and just take it to your thigh. Once you get it on your thigh, see if you can keep the ankle flexed. And then you can just use your hands to slide it in closer to your hip crease. Then see if you can leave your foot in your hip crease or on your thigh. Take your hands down next to you and lean your weight back a little so that you can externally rotate left leg and pull the shin just parallel to the mat. So you want to give yourself some space to test it out here on this side. Then when you sit up tall and come to the front of your sitting bones, how close is your knee to the floor? If it's on the floor, Jamie might be able to model this one for us. <laughs> if it's on the floor, you can use your right shin as an on-ramp to pull your left foot right up into your hip crease. See, when your knee's on the floor, see how easy that is? When your knee's not on the floor, it's like a struggle. And this is when you it, it, when you like blow out your knee or your hip joint. So unless your knee's touching the floor, it's not worth it because there are so many other things that we can do, like slide your left heel underneath and use that for support. Slide a block or a blanket in between, however much you need to build that up and use that as support. And then take your hands next to you and sit up tall. And bring your hands together in front of your head. Slow, deep breath in and out in and out. One more breath in and then release your hands down. So if you use your right shin as an on-ramp, you're also going to use it as an exit ramp and get right off. If you got props, you can take those out. Lean back a little. Stretch that left leg forward first. Slide the foot right next to the inseam of your leg, and then rotate in the hip joint. Stretch the right leg forward. Shake them out. Make sure there's nothing behind you that you might bump your head on. If you're seated on your blanket, go ahead, slide forward of it. Pull it off to the side. If you like to use it as a blanket, you can put it close to the back of your mat, but please, do, I mean, if you like to use it as a pillow, not as a blanket, uh, um, If you like to use it as a pillow, put it close to the back of your mat, but please don't use it as a pillow yet, unless when you lay down on your back, your head tips back like this. If you lay down on your back and your head stays level, go ahead and just put your head on the floor for now. Come all the way down to your back, grab a block. Sorry, I should have said that before you lay down. Then bend your knees with the soles of your feet on your mat, take your block in between your thighs at its narrowest width, and then the block will kind of determine for you how far apart your knees are, and then let your knees determine how far apart your feet are, so keep your heels underneath of your knees. Good. And then just whatever way you like to get up into bridge pose, press your feet down, lift your hips up. You can do anything you want to do with your upper body. You can hold your mat, hold your hands, take your thumbs into your low back. It doesn't matter. What we're doing here is squeezing the block with the inner thighs and not just a little squeeze like I don't want to drop the block, but a big squeeze like I want to try and squish this block flat. So squeezing the thighs into the block builds up some stability where we spent a lot of time this morning um, working on flexibility there, mobility there. We just want to build that back up. Take one more breath in, and then as you exhale, lower all the way down, slide your block out. Take a moment to either pull your knees to your chest and rock from side to side, or stretch yourself out long like you just woke up. And then prepare yourself for Shavasana. So now if you'd like to put a blanket underneath of your head as a pillow, or you'd like to cover yourself up or add extra layers of clothing, please do that. If you want to return to Supta Baddha with the feet together and the knees wide, you're welcome to do that. But this time support your legs enough that you don't feel any stress at all. So you might turn your blocks up a level higher than what you had them before, or sometimes just sliding them up closer to your hip joint will give you a little more support, but be supported enough that you don't feel any stretch at all in that position. You can rest with your hands on your belly or your arms off at your sides. take a deep breath in through your nose and let that breath go
1: I'm <laughs> I'm <laughs> Um <sweak> that's I'm <laughs>
0: Begin to slowly deepen your breath. Turn some movement into your body, through your fingers and your toes, your wrists and your ankles. Begin to bring your knees towards your chest and hug them in close. Rock a little bit from side to side or take your knees around in circles. And then roll all the way over to your right side and use your left hand to press yourself back up to seated. As you come up to seated, just take a comfortable seat. Lotus pose is accessible in your body. You might come back into Padmasana or your Lotus pose or half Lotus. Bring your hands into your lap or together in front of your heart and bow the wisdom of your head towards the wisdom of your heart. I know if you were at home on the live stream, you weren't able to hear um, the music during Shavasana. The music that um, you heard during Shavasana, if you were here in in class with me, um, was a a devotion to the goddess Durga. And the English words um, that you could hear in the song and maybe make out was, I want to love through your love. I wanna feel what you feel. I wanna see beyond this illusion to what is real. So with the wisdom of your head bowed towards the wisdom of your heart, offering respect to the mother goddess and the qualities of that mother, nurturing, forgiving, compassionate, accepting. The divine light in me sees and honors the divine light in each one of you. Namaste. Namaste, Namaste. thank you all so much for being here with me this morning or at home with me.